You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Magic. 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 Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week as summer is well and truly on our doorstep. If you were to open your front door, you would be able to see summer walking up the garden path and waving at you uh, lovingly. And joined, as always, to discuss the week that was and the week coming mm. is my dear friend and uh, action sports athlete, yeah. Edward Simpson. Yeah. Red Bull sponsorship pending. Um, obviously, I'm the talk of the town in the extreme sports world. Yeah. No, no surprises there. Such was the way that I tackled my skydiving on the weekend for yeah. those that weren't aware. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought you, were, I thought you would have covered it more... On, you know, some sort of social media level. On socials? Yeah. Well, I I said Nabra to the photograph package. Uh, it was just too expensive. So we, we drove down to Picton. Uh, 6 a.m. start, punters, dribblers. Wow. Which in my world's early. Yes. Really early. Yeah. Uh, got As down in you had to be there at 6 a.m.? No, got up at 6. Oh, okay. So it's not that early. But it's a Saturday. Yeah, okay. It's a Saturday. All right. So anyway, went down there to Picton. Really high, really high, really pumped. Yeah. Uh, never skydived before. Just going to lean forward while you talk to me. you got a bit of fluff on your neck there. Look at me. Come here. Bit closer. Bit closer. Bit closer. There we go. Got it. That would have done my head in all show. Was that, would that have annoyed you? Picked in 6 a.m. Carry on. Fluff removed. Fluff removed. Now, said no to the... Uh, to the photos package I wanted to just soak it up Tom yeah. do you know what you I mean to be present. I wanted to be present in the moment yeah. okay did my utmost to be present uh, obviously on the way out there there's only one concern on your mind death. in my death death, death. <laughs> and I think that starts and ends with the failure of the parachute yes now that's what's keeping you alive <laughs> as far as I'm aware yeah uh, well, ne- no, I mean, th- there's th- that is what's key. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was assuming. And then when I arrived, that was confirmed. Yeah. Yes, the parachute is what keeps you alive. Yeah. Now, there's two parachutes. My fear, first and foremost, was imagine how etch it would be if the first fail, but the second was all right. But then, then you start to play into the idea that maybe, like, I'm sure... Sometimes the second parachute fails. Has too. to. Has to, statistically. Has to happen sometimes. But I'm a numbers man. Obviously, you and I like to punch quant models every now and then. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what? Play the numbers here, bro. Yeah. Got to play the numbers. You've yeah. never won the lottery. Are you going to lose it this time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just play the numbers. Get there. Everything's going well. But my guy's a bit slow, right? Slow so you, like you're, mentally? Well, or? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just slow to the... To the to the uptake, right? So yeah. everyone's met their partner. I haven't met mine. And I'm right. like, where is he? <laughs> because this show's starting to move yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone's slipping into their harnesses, and yeah. I'm I'm yet to see my bloke, yet alone, let alone put the harness on and go through the regulation checks that yeah. I think are necessary again to save my life. Yes. Right? So he comes in a little late. Great bloke, but a bit flustered. I'm okay. like, okay. That's not how I'd like my skydiving partner to be. Yeah, yeah. And also, I was just a bit like, where have you been? Because on the way in to the to the setup, there's just a selection of rundown, decrepit um, caravans. And you're just a bit like, 
what is this place? Like, it feels like a, a gypsy camp yeah, almost. Okay. You know what All I right. mean? It's old and decrepit and you just start to a think. A squatter's. It's, it, looks like, it looks like it was knocked up overnight, yeah. but everything there's old. Everyone so. there's maybe running away from something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just got, it's got, uh, is safety paramount here? Is safety paramount? You yeah. know what I mean? I wasn't sure. And so when you just see him coming a little flustered, I'm like, have you been in that caravan set up? On the on the gack all night, you know what I mean? Like, are you okay, brother? You know what I mean? So there's things running through your head. Do you, just, you need me to run you yeah. through this shit? I've just watched everyone else fucking get a lesson. <laughs> and then, right, I so say fucking, he, he puts me into the harness and he's like, right, let's run through it all. We're expecting like, you know, videos or something, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Some sort of like training course. I don't I, know. I had to go to a two-day course to ride a scooter. Exactly, on exactly. And for the first day, you're pushing the fucking thing, yeah, for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, so, and it's Australia, it's New South Wales, like, we're over the top on everything. Not on skydiving, bro. <laughs> Not on skydiving. He's like, come over to the board, mate. Walk over the board. He's like, right, righto, this is it. Hands across your chest and, and your head back when we jump out of the plane. Then put your arms out when I tap you and then lift your legs up at the bottom. And that's it, mate. Righto, carry on. I'm like, okay, Jesus. <laughs> Fucking righto, mate. Anyway, so we're waiting around, and everyone else, as guys start coming out fully, like they've got their bloody things on their arm, like the, and all that you know, stuff. like the altitude counter, yeah, yeah, and they've yeah. got their parachutes on them. Old mates, I can see him through the glass, like running around looking for his shit. I'm like, what? <laughs> Get it together, mate. Anyway, he comes out, and he's like, I, because I start walking off with everyone, starts walking to the plane, yeah. and the guy comes out, and he's like, Oh mate, like just hold on, I don't have a parachute. And I'm like, oh. well, you need to go and get it, mate. <laughs> because we're about to go. And he's like, I don't know if we can make this plane. I'm like, yes, we're making this plane. Like with all yeah, the boys. Yeah, all, we're all yeah. j- I'm jumping with everyone, yeah, man. I'm yeah, like, yeah. going up later. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's like, right out and run back inside. He's like, I'll hurry the packers up. And then I then I regretted it. I was like, <laughs> Don't hurry the don't packers. hurry them up. Make sure it's Stop done. Stop the plane. Yeah, don't yeah. hurry the packers. Don't hurry the packers. Make sure it's done properly. Yeah. All right. Because I can't have this fucking up. No. And so then that's in my head the yeah. whole time, right? And I'm trying to just push it to the back going, well, the Packers, he's not going to rush the packing just because he was told to, is he? I don't know. But then I keep setting, thinking back to the, the squatter setup and yeah, maybe yeah, there's yeah. a squatter mentality. I don't know. Well, a gack mentality. A gack mentality. <laughs> I just, you're not sure, Tom. No. You're not sure. Anyway, we make the plane by the skin of our bloody collective ball sacks. <laughs> Uh, and up we go, and it's a wild ride, bro. Yeah. You're just in this. How ti- long is the flight up? Oh, five ten. In a Silent. tiny little plane. Silent. Oh, it's loud. Because- no, but I mean, are the boys all quiet? No, the boys are up and about. A couple of yous, like just uh, to yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. get you up. Everyone I mean, trying. Well, to it's just I feel- boy each other. Yeah, we're trying to boy each other. Yeah. you know, facing like something pretty hectic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that nervous? But like, there's there's an, an air of like. It's about to Everyone's happen. Everyone's nuts I mean? are up. And it's it's tiny, the plane, and it's jammed as well. There's people sitting on people. There's fucking shit everywhere. And is there a door open constantly? No, it's not. Okay. There's like a slide door yeah, that slides right. open, and then the lights start ticking, tick, 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 and then bang. The solo guys are out and off and away. And then we've just seen them fall out. It's just like they just get sucked out. Like Oh, really? Oh, then you just you waddle over, and you got to sit on it and, and wrap your legs underneath the plane. But you can't because it's, you're in a fucking plane. Yeah. Yeah. So like your legs are just you're getting get, taken, getting sort of. taken, right? And then he's like tapping me like, mate, hands on your shoulders, then bang, you're out. You're and out. It's, so like you don't have a chance to really no, be like, no, no, chill, once, chill, no, but chill. it's not like bungee jumping or something where like you have, you have to, the opportunity to, yeah. to go, oh, this is too hectic. It's like, no, 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 we're going, you, we're going, we're jumping out of the plane, whether you like it or not. And then bang, it's on. It's super surreal. It's wild. I'll never do it's it. It's so wild. And so it was fun. so wild. Yeah, you would have got hit with like a huge. 
I think it's like 150 bucks for blokes of your size. Ah, uh, well, and what do you mean? There's, What's, a, there's a fat boy tax. <laughs> This is like a like a baggage tax sort of thing. Like where it's like, tag, apparently. You're only allowed 20 kilos. Or you're only allowed 150 kilos yeah, yeah, yeah. per parachute. Yeah, it's like 90, there's a tax, 100, 100. Well, I assume that's obviously because, you know, the, the packers have to pack a little bit of a larger parachute. Well, that's what I thought. Apparently, it's a flow on effect all the way through the business. They claimed as a fuel thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's the weight? Do we know? 90 is like 25 bucks 100 is 50 and 110 is like 150 bucks mate i'd probably have what is that what's 100 i'm close to a buck i'd say yeah yeah 50 bucks 50 bucks extra yes jesus christ that is gouging <laughs> that's jet star yeah, shit it is bro that is ridiculous yeah, it's outrageous because anyway. of fuel how offensive oh mate you're gonna burn <laughs> us a couple of liters of fuel <laughs> No, I'm not. A hundred dollars? A hundred dollars worth of fuel? What? I doubt it, brother. Anyway, it's wild stuff up there. Uh, and then came down. Came down, hunky dory, not a problem. Fucking high on life. Did Had that it. then just set the course for the set remainder them, of the yeah, day? Bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, bro. It set the mood. You chased that high for oh, the remainder yeah. of the weekend. Oh, yeah. Chased it. Chased it well into Sunday and then ran out of path. Yeah. And then ate Chinese and sat on the couch. Glorious stuff. You know what? You wouldn't want it to go any other way. Couldn't 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 envisage or put together a better weekend. Tom it was fantastic. Well, that's nice. But to those of you wanting to skydive, don't be put off by the you know at Picton specifically. Don't be put off by the uh, gacked out the gacked out vibes on the way in. Yeah, just the, 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 the gacked out trailer. They're good guys. Dwelling. They're good guys. Jumpers. But I missed you know. There's a lot of sport on over the weekend. Not a lot, but there's Was things. There? Co- well, like I'm t- there's there's narratives. No, there's narratives. There's for na- days. sporting narratives. Narratives is the way for I days should- and days. Uh, obviously, uh, got man of the match on the weekend. Uh, that was a narrative that um, obviously everyone was talking did, about. But did you get player of the game or did you get man of the match? I got man of the match. I got player of the match. But where, but like where I read it said man of the match went to someone else. Yes, but I got an email. Saying I got man of the match, player of the match. Now this is the problem, punters, dribblers. It's, you know, it's never clear cut with me, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if I've angered someone. Maybe you have. one of the higher ups. Maybe you have. But another three for, got some runs, not a shitload, but got thirty ish. Take that with a grain of salt, thirty plus. But got an email saying got player of the match started talking shit on uh whatsapp before edward then sends me a screenshot of another page <laughs> that clearly states that i didn't get player of the match now no it says that you got the player award yeah which is like thanks which for the was special which was fucking, yeah which was know. underneath man of the match yes which wasn't your name and i just sent a screenshot going hate to flex on you but i got player of the match and then you followed it up with like not here you didn't and i'm like ooh didn't see that. <laughs> hadn't seen that page. Yeah. So, look, congratulations on your well, encouragement award. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one like they like star of the week when you're yeah, in kindergarten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just it just goes on a rotation. Well, yeah, exactly. Everyone gets it. Yeah, it's like, at uh, some point. Yeah, look, it's like when everyone in the class gets to take on the class pet for a night. Yes. They're just giving it to everyone. No. I think what it is, mm. and I had our skipper chicka look into this, it's I think that you can't give player of the match to a player on the losing side, which would explain why last week I didn't get it. But there is a, based on your all-around scores, batting, bowling, fielding, you accrue points, who if you were to build the optimum cricketer <laughs> based on a performance in that game, 
an all-round performance, and that's who gets the second player of the match, or the one that I was awarded. Yes. Because it was bowling, batting, fielding. The beta version. Well, no, I think if you're building... It was underneath, though, man of the match. Well, on that one. Yeah. But I got, like, a special email. (laughs) But that's not unusual. It's like when you went Star of the Week, you get a, a badge to wear. What's Star of the Week? Like in Dubbo, in kindergarten, there would be a Star of the Week. And you got a star badge to wear because you were star of the week and it went in a rotation. And I'm thinking that maybe that's what you've received. And the email is the equivalent of the it's star. It's just them letting me know. Yeah. But, well, I mean, like, I don't know. If, I hope that's not it because I want to be the optimum player. <laughs> and it's really, I've talked a lot of shit. You have. You talked a lot of shit. <laughs> and I am. Um, I feel like within my team, and I, it's by no means. I've had two good weeks, and we've been playing for seven. But I, I feel like I'm probably one of those people where it's like you're not happy to see them do well because I talk so much shit. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I don't. So, so then it's probably all the more sweeter when I come out fucking. F- uh, telling people I'm flexing on them. <laughs> Mate, I couldn't, my play of the match. I couldn't tell you how stoked I was when you said that. I was like, mm, well, know, bro. The satisfaction I think people get by then going, well, actually, you didn't. So this is the third time you have claimed Man of the match. right to player of the match. And you, you still haven't won it. So, I mean, it's probably the last time I'm going to bring it up. Because... I can't deal with the yeah. pain and the shame. It's getting harder to justify. Yeah, that. yeah. Feels like this is just going to be a weekly thing. Well, it's it's embarrassing at this point. You know what I mean? I'm looking more and more pathetic as I try and claim a man of the match award that I'm clearly not getting. Sunday cricket division four, bro. We got it. We almost got in a not in a biff, but it got heated. Uh, so I've bowled this dude, LB. Mm. Now was it LB? Look, we didn't have the technology that would allow that us to uh, to review it. Mm. If I was, uh, were you happy with the call? Obviously. Well, so it's 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 just hit the guy in line. But I am, in fairness, bowling uh, right arm leg spin around the wicket. So the chances of it pitching in line before hitting the stumps are incredibly <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> but, but not impossible. Not impossible. Now, did not it- hit a gum nut and straightened. <laughs> <laughs> Now, did it pitch in line? We'll never know. No, no. Did it prove it? Was it going to hit the stumps? We'll never know. But it's hit him in line. In line, <laughs> and we've just turned and appealed our asses off to this umpire who has been in. You couldn't have been in like more of a two minds mindset than this guy. He's looking at us. He's gone to move his arm up a little bit, and he's got his finger pointed, but his arm's not all the way up. So he's brought it up a little bit, then put it down. And I'm like, "What are you doing? Like, come on! Like, you can't put your arm up halfway with you." And then he just fucking goes for it and goes, "All right, I'm putting it up." And the batsman, who we were given a lot of lip to, all in good fun. Yes. But like he'd been, they, they, all these teams. I'd never realised that people do this, except they all do it regularly they bring down players from like the top divisions these guns this guy came down he'd never played for him he's fucking hit like he's hitting uh he got like top scored for their batting he opened their bowling he's the only guy that talks shit in the field like he was this all-round gun anyway we got him out the guy's given him was it plum was it not you know do your own research on that one but he's walked off and he's just started blowing up heavy at who the umpire and at us for appealing it 
and going with uh, Thick Ropes County, we just all started going, ropes, 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 <laughs> ropes, ropes. And that pissed him off even more because it's the most childish celebration <laughs> you could think of for a bunch of 30-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. And so he's blown up at the umpire and we're all like, fucking relax, mate. It's fourth division 2020 on a Sunday. Yeah. And also you're cheating by coming down exactly. to dominate. Also, you're a first grade player. Yeah. Chick was calling him Ed Cowan's dad. He's <laughs> <laughs> like 48. Anyway, so then the next batsman comes on who he's like the next batsman is standing at square leg. So he yeah. comes into bat. So then the next reserve batsman comes to stand at square leg and he starts teeing off on the umpire as well. You shouldn't bloody be going up there. Just like going off on this umpire who's there probably getting like 20 bucks an hour to stand and umpire a bunch of fuckwits. Mm. So then we all start teeing off on this guy who starts blowing up at the umpire and we're like, shut up, mate, relax. Oi, relax, bro, relax. And then he starts like, this guy shouldn't even be umpiring 10th division. And we're like, bro, it's fourth division cricket on a Sunday, 2020. Yeah. You need to relax, yeah, mate. Yeah. You need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> we're just here to try have some fun. We're like, Exactly, bro. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you just said it, mate. You just said it. Yeah, you're not having fun, though, are you? No, you're not. And you're not trying to. And you know what? Now we're not having fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's all because you guys can't handle what getting bold, plump, bold, being absolutely plump, court plump, right? <laughs> um. Anyway, well, to that bloke, fucking yeah, grow up, bro. So look, we almost won, didn't win. Don't think anyone expects us to win, but better luck next week, eh? Well, look, I mean, we got the moral victory. Because that guy was plum and they look silly blowing up. But Eddie, I think after that, what I would describe as indulgent intro. We like indulgent e intros intro. at this time of the year though. Although this time of the year calls for an indulgent intro. Absolutely calls for one. And I think the punter and the dribbler quite enjoys them. Yeah, I think so too. So with that in mind though, I think we should probably get into the week uh, that, that has just passed. Now, yeah, yeah. huge story Huge though. stories. Obviously Israel Folau, you know, doing things that... Well, Israel's now no longer known as a footy player. He's known as a intensely Christian gentleman mm. with intensely Christian views. Uh, still in rugby, rugby throwing up a little bit of its own off-season dramas. Uh, Samu Karevi mm -hmm. uh, trying to nabra the nation. Mm. Uh, we'll touch on that. Uh Bit of rugby league going around as well. Off the back of the Karevi thing, really, a little bit with the Tongan national side absolutely living it up like they've won the Super Bowl uh, post their victory over Australia. Um, some Which crazy videos, wild scenes. Um, there's now, tidbits. There's tidbits. There's plenty of tidbits. The crumbles got up. Obviously, the fight of the century happened. Dribblers from the dribbler. Dribblers from the dribbler. Dribbles from the dribbler, whatever you want to call it. But I think... Pretty stacked. Yeah. Pretty stacked. Pretty goddamn stacked. Yeah. Cricket, test cricket starts on Thursday, Eddie. There we go. That's how stacked That's it is. That's how stacked it is. So I think it's time we get into it. Let's do it, baby. All right. So unfortunately, the biggest story right now uh, is probably the Israel Folau dramas. So for those of you that don't know, Israel has withdrawn from the public to a degree. Uh and is now living a humble life as a millionaire Christian pastor for his father's Church of Jesus Christ, Sydney uh, chapter. Mm. I believe started by Folau's dad himself, Annie, I believe his name is. Yes, Annie, that's correct. Um, anyway, Israel, uh, they often on their Facebook page, the Church of Jesus Christ, uh, I thought all churches of a Christian nature were of Jesus Christ, but that's neither here nor there. Mm. They film their sermons uh, or they go live on Facebook. Yeah. 
Just so you can play along at home. So you can play along at home, which I now will be able to do because I follow them on Facebook uh, for a giggle. Anyway, Falau, in his most recent sermon to the Church of Jesus Christ, basically said that the reason the bushfires going on in Sydney and Brisbane have been so hectic, Mm. and the drought as well, is because gay marriages happen. And... Um, the abortion movement. And abortions are legal. Yes. Now, obviously... A couple of holes there, Israel. Well, there's plenty of holes. First and foremost, I would start with the fact that there were bushfires before we legalised gay marriage. Correct. Or, well, there have been bushfires Since the dawn of time. In memoriam. Yes. Uh, And... Even before Jesus, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Now, listen... What I would say There's is that if you're trying to say that God is angry and thus putting bushfires onto us... I'll give you the hot tip. God's not angry. Well, if God was angry, why is he giving us Steve Smith? Why is he giving us... And Test Cricket. Test Cricket. And why NRL. Is he, why is he giving us Rugby League? Why is he giving us an NRL off-season? Why is he giving us Ice Cold Victoria Bitters or mm. Rosina Rose? Or, the you Hello know, Sport Podcast. The Hello Sport Podcast. Clearly God, mm. if he does exist, and we have no reason to believe he does... Uh, certainly nothing I've seen. <laughs> Why? I, I, I certainly don't think he's upset. Well, not not that upset. Not that upset. Like if he's if he's that upset, then he would take away things. He would take away things that mean like obviously their lives were lost. Well, not, so, uh, well besides not, that, but like if he was if he was as pissed off as you claim, he wouldn't give us Steve Smith. No, or Victoria Bitter. No, or Test cricket. That's it. Or NRL, his winter and summer his games, and summer games. He, I mean, if you think about it, that they're the first two things to go. I'd have thought, yeah, his respective winter and be, summer it games. Be, it wouldn't be bushfires. That no. wouldn't be the thing that he would do if he was angry. It wouldn't be bushfires. He take look, take cricket and rugby league. Yeah, one. if your kid is fucking pissing you off, you go, mate, give me your phone. Give me phone. Yeah, Lose take away phone. the thing that's most important. Yeah, yeah, and then 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 you'll get a reaction. That's it. You then you'll I mean. get people start to go. So, like, if, if the parent is God in this situation yes. and the child is humanity yes. and the mobile phone is rugby league and test cricket, yes. then God's taken away that first. Give yeah. me the phone. Yeah. You're on no phone until you repent mm. for your sins mm. and clean your room. Yeah. Metaphorically. Maybe that's, you know. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If God is all-powerful... And all-knowing. And all-knowing and, all like... Omnipotent. Yes. Okay. And I wanted to kill two birds with one stone, as it were, as in punish humanity, but also make it known that I'm real. Yeah. I would just click my fingers and there would be no cricket and NRL overnight. And I'd make a point of it. And I'd make a point. I'd come down and be like, I'm now removing this and I would remove it. So I'm cancelling test cricket. Yeah. And it would be, I would, I would make a song and dance of it too. Yeah. So that it was very obvious who had removed said sports yes and then i think that you might see you might some, be like oh shit we really should you might see some uplift yeah but also i'd be like mm, still probably going to be going with same-sex marriage bro so yeah 
Yeah, we're still going ahead with we're that. Still, we're still going to march forward. We're just going to have to come up with other sports. Yeah. Disappointed? <laughs> Disappointed you've made that decision? Yeah. But, but we're going to have to... We're still keeping same-sex marriage and we'll have to try and come up with some sort of hybrid of cricket, maybe <laughs> and rugby league together. Yeah. Um, what else I noticed from... I went and checked out the sermon. I'm sure a few people have seen the video. How long does it go for? It was a 12-minute sermon. I certainly didn't get into 12 minutes. I would have um, been shocked if no, you did. No, well... Israel, and I think we've said this in the past, despite the years and years of media training afforded to uh, professional athletes, mm. specifically rugby union, yeah. Israel doesn't seem to have uh, picked up uh, a single thing in any of those meetings. Not a great orator. Not a big thinker. I'm well, not, certainly not a big thinker, and that's not a big thinker. That's abundantly clear from his uh, from his sermon. But I just wonder and his thoughts. I wonder though. Well, yeah, but I mean, like in the in the church, I'm just even wondering if in the Church of Jesus Christ of Sydney or whatever the fuck it is, mm. uh, if you're sitting in there and Israel is like, oh, now it's Israel's turn to speak, even though you all believe this wacky bullshit, whether even they are like, oh, fuck, we got to listen to Israel talk for. Well, you remember back at school, you'd have to listen to the the reverends and they'd always come up with like these analogies. Yes. But some were better at it than some, others. Yes. You remember? Some, yes. were, some were right. Some were... Uh, some like were it's li- all bullshit, yeah. but some were at least... You some go, you could listen to. Yeah, exactly. I don't mind what you've done there. Yeah. I can see at least you've at least you've made it engaging for me to the point where yeah. I can sit here yeah. and not feel like banging my head against exactly. the wall. Exactly. Whereas I think, to your point, I think when Israel gets to the stage, I think people duck out for the yeah. dunny. Yeah, that's You it. know what yeah. I mean? They're like, oh, bro. I've got to go and... Yeah, you know. like, ooh, 12 minutes of Israel? No, thanks. No, thank you. Drawing seriously long bows. Do you reckon he comes down, his old man goes, better luck next week, mate? Well, certainly uh, when it comes to... If we're marking him on delivery... But yeah. if we're marking him on Christian rhetoric, I think he gets a 10 out of 10. Because Christian rhetoric, that's all they want, right? They just want wildly Well, not, necess- not necessarily. Not no, necessarily. but in the Church of Jesus Christ. Oh, Israel Fal- <laughs> I mean, Israel Folau's family and their church. Like in any Jesus Christ bloody like, over-the-top church. Yeah, or- they believe some wild shit. I'm not blanketing all Christians with this, but like... Any's church. Any's church is pretty cooked. The thing that I do think, though, if I was to not stick up for Falau here, but if I'm just playing the devil's advocate, mm. if I may do that for a second. Sure. Now, I'll obviously, obviously, we have to touch on it because the punter and the dribbler turns to us for uh, unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Yarn and dribble. Guidance. Dribble and yarn. Guidance. Uh, so, obviously, we have to talk about it. But... Izzy's not a fuck. Izzy's not an athlete anymore. He's not a footy player anymore. He's a he's a nobody. He's a loser. Mm. So, and he's not coming out on his social media and saying this shit. It's on the. It was on the Facebook of the of the church. That like, I mean, why does anyone even? That like, there is a there is an element of like looking for it. Like, you, people are looking for him. Like, they're digging for this sort of shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, let him and... Are his- you saying... Are, okay, you're Who saying... Who gives a fuck? You're saying don't share it. Don't give it a platform. Is a that what you're bit. saying? Yeah, a little bit. Well, cause it's just kind of like, at the end of the day... People can't turn away from this sort of shit, though. No. And I'll tell you why, right? It's, it's because, like, people are saying loony shit all the time. Yes. All the time. And no one cares. It's because Israel has fallen so far. And that people are sort of... You know, they can't turn away from the train wreck that's no. like occurring in front of them. You but know I just I mean? wonder whether they realize 
Because obviously it's absurd, right? This what he's will like eventually, in in the fullness of time, it'll, it'll be a uh, no one will think about it. No, well, I mean, it just it'll just add to the. Sort it's of like, running out of puff. It just adds to the sort of crazy, you know, Israel Folau story, which is like it's a crazy one. It's a weird one, hey? Could be a thirty for thirty one day. Uh, but this is what a lot of this is the sort of weird shit that a lot of Christians believe. It may not be as extreme as God causing droughts and fires because of XYZ. XYZ. Mm. But it is still It's in the realm. It's a on the man ballpark. In the sky who has control over everything. It's all but, a bit weird. Like, yeah, this might be the more extreme end of it, but it's still all pretty wild. All religions and the things they say are pretty far fetched and hard to believe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Know? I think at the end of the day though, it's just it's all very sad. You know what I mean? Yes. There's nothing nice about it. No. It's like we've lost Israel, who yeah. was arguably the greatest rugby player ever. union we've ever had. Yes. Player. Uh, and now he's going around saying this sort of crack shit where yeah. people have died. And it's just like, oh my God. Nothing about this, this is, is nice. No. It's all negative. It's all negative. It's all bad. It's, it's all, all sad. It's all etched. It's all shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm starting to just go. I don't know if I can do this anymore. No, I think you know what I mean. I'm starting to get to that point yeah, where I'm, I'm just like, it. I just need you gone, bro. Just go and go be a nutter somewhere else. Yes, but the thing, and that's where I'm sort of saying, like, if he's just being a nutter on the Church of Jesus Christ Facebook page, yeah, with any Falau, yes, and, yeah. you know, then cool. I don't like just stay there, do that, in like talk to yeah. the people who believe that shit and yeah. do that shit. Because the end of the day, like, Falau saying that bushfires are caused by God hating. Uh, you know, gay people getting married. You're like, all right, man. Mm. If you want to live in that negative world, then then go for it. Also, though, if you would like to believe that, like, mm. what's stopping you? Like, mm. cool. Okay. All right, man. Whatever. Like, okay, man. Like, what do you do? Just, it's a weird thing to believe and it really has, it shouldn't, you should, you know, it shouldn't have any effect on you. Maybe harder for young kids and all that sort of stuff, but like, mm. Mm. Anyway, weird. A weird, weird one. Weird stuff. Uh, but from Falau, we move to uh, Samu Karevi, who has uh, vice captain of uh, the country in rugby. Yeah. Did I know he was vice captain of the country in no. rugby, Eddie? No. Did you know that? <laughs> Absolutely not. Did not know that. If you were to have picked who the vice captain of the country was, I would have thought like your Pococks of the world or, uh, you know, I don't know. Even a Foley or a yeah. Genia. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have picked no. Karevi, even though he's been good and he was good in the World Cup. That aside, he ha he's a Fijian uh, Even gentleman. Curly, friend of the show. Curly, friend of the show, uh, reaching out left, right, and center. Yeah. Teasing us. Teasing us. Biggest tease in... Uh, Can tease. Can tease. Love it, but tease. I'm into it. But, you know, at but some, at some point, point... I need to pop. Yeah. At some point, it's bullying. Um, so he's come out and he said that he wants to play for Fiji at the next World Cup. Yes. Yes. How do you feel about that? Not good. What are you, what are your thoughts? Well, so we were talking to someone who's got, um, well, we know people. Yeah. We've got, we've got people close to the ground in the Wallaby setup, right? That's all we'll say. In and around the rugby setup. I think that's is right. a better. Yeah, that's right. And they were saying that Karevi came to this country as a, as a young child is that right well as a as a yeah as a young i don't know how young is a young child but fuck and it. he was fleeing the solomon islands i believe 
Now, I believe he came as a refugee. That's right. Australia, right, Australian, op- Australian opened their Australia. arms. Australia opened their arms to Samu. Um, you know, provide him the opportunity to live in a, a beautiful country, yes. Yes. Um, was given the opportunity to play rugby and represent the nation, mm-hmm. right? Uh, has been handed a pretty important position in VC. Mm-hmm. Um, I was under the impression, you were under the impression that he had been wearing his heart on his sleeve in the Wallaby jersey because his performance had been pretty good. Yeah. Well, just playing with passion, pride. Playing with pride, yeah. Pride in the jersey. Yeah. Pride in the jersey. Yeah. And then to hear him go, mm, nah, brah. To nah, brah the nation and say he wants to play for Fiji. Now, listen, I get like... There is nothing wrong with sort of with national pride, with, you know, him having a very strong tie and bond to where he, his heritage and all that. Now, I'm not a, I'm not, Solomon Islands and Fiji. No idea. But he is Fijian. He is Fijian. I believe. But was living in the Solomon Islands. Yes. Was he born there? I don't know. Again, Dior's. we didn't, yeah, Dior, Dior all that shit. Yeah. But he is Fijian. Right. Uh, Karevi, Fijian last name. At least it sounds like it. Samu is a Fijian name from my understanding. Uh, anyway, so he... I can I can understand his affiliation with Fiji. It's where he grew up and he was forced to leave because of whatever. Like, that's that's all horrible. Yes. But as an adult, like, you've come... Like, uh, making decisions as an adult, you've, just, you've been given the opportunity to represent the country that you've come to live live in and the, you call yourself an Australian I I imagine for mm. all intents and purposes firstly the the rugby laws like don't allow for it so it's like as soon as you represent a country like even if he just played for Australia in sevens he couldn't play for Fiji in the 15 man game so like, what's he at? He would know that. Well, he would know that, but maybe I mean I tell you what it is they're all seeing the Tongan rugby league team throb as hard as they are and everyone's sort of you know it's in 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 a, in a sense it's a good thing in terms of like you, you, they want to make the uh, the nations where they come from stronger, right? Yeah, because I'm they, into that. Sure. I can, I can understand all that, right? But unfortunately, maybe it's you're not the one who's going to be able to do it, Sam. Maybe it's the young guy who's coming up and he's playing for the Reds and he's a fucking freak. Yes. And it's like, oh well, like let's say Jordan Patea, and uh, he's got some sort of Islander background. I don't know what it is, but let's say for argument's sake, he was had some Fijian. And he hadn't played for the Wallabies yet, right? But he's an absolute throbber star of the future. He he might be inspired now off the back of the Tongan Rugby League side, say, and he'll go, you know what? I'm going to throb for, uh, you know, the Reds, but I'm going to play for Fiji internationally. And then you start to build that shit up. It's like rugby league, you're, uh, the, you're, you were allowed to play for the tier two nations, but in, in rugby union, those nations aren't tier two. So it's not the same thing. It's a completely different It's thing. a completely different system. Play a different system in rugby league. There is really a very limited international game, yeah. so obviously it's a no-brainer to try and grow it. But how and could you Samu, start in the Pacific Island? How could Samu ever play for the Wallabies <coughs> again after saying this? Right, like he's obviously—I th- I think he's left anyway, so he can't. But like, you know, the World Cup's four years away. I think he's playing in Japan at the. Uh, for, he wouldn't have played enough games, I think, would to he? have the Gitto Law. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. But like, you know, how he can't play for Australia again, can he? Well, see, it reminds me a little bit of Luke Keary, right? When he was like, he was just tried over and over and over again to play for Queensland. Do we now then take him back in New South Wales? Because he'll probably, like, if he's fit, he'll get selected, you would think, this year. Every chance. Yeah, yeah. Look, I can, see, but Keary never, Keary has never played for Queensland yet. So that's the only thing where I go like, you know, if he played for Queensland and they want to change. Think of it this way, Marnus Labuschagne. South African born, 
came over here, or even you go David Pocock, but let's use Labuschagne because I think it's the cricketing angle. Is it? Imagine if Labuschagne, after playing a couple of tests for Australia, now is like, I want to no. go play for South Africa. No. You'd be like, get no. the fuck out no. of the country. No, absolutely Get out not. of the side, absolutely get not. fucked. Test cricket and test rugby is like, it's a big deal. Yes. You can't just fucking swap. Flip-flop No, around. no, you can't flip-flop. No way. And, and especially, and you know, rugby league's a different thing where like test test footy in rugby league isn't the most it's important not, thing. No, it's, you know, it, look, it's kind of origin. Would you play for New South Wales and Queensland? and Queensland? I don't think so. No. No, you wouldn't. No. And obviously that's the height of rivalry. Yes. Like that's the creme it's de la creme. Are you trying to make a comparison? But it is. Well, yeah, because, you know, test match rugby league is beta. Yes. Sorry to say, it is pretty beta. It is pretty beta. That's just a reality. Unfortunately. Maybe it's growing, who cares? But, if you if you use cricket and rugby as the two, and I mean maybe soccer rules, I'm not too, I'm not as interested in, but it's like a you could make the argument. But cricket and rugby as national teams could be our two most uh, prominent national teams. They're the two most competitive. Like best in the world in cricket happens regularly. We've won World Cups in rugby. To to want to to try and change to another country from those teams is sacrilegious in this sporting mad country. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's sacrilegious. And now, unless I, I, to play again to play devil's advocate, unless this is his angle, I'm going to Japan so I know I can't get picked for Australia anymore, and I don't have the games to qualify under Gitto's law. And I'm never coming back. And I'm never coming back. Look, the thing is, that's possible. It's possible. I can if that's his angle. If he just wants to play for Fiji because now he's got the opportunity, but I still find it. You're the vice captain. It's still sacrilegious. Look, you know what? It's sacrilegious, and it just doesn't set the right tone. It's just not what rugby needs right now. It's for so- you to say that four years out from a from the next World Cup, mate. It's a long way from what rugby needs. Do you right need now. to be we need saying unity. that right now? There like, needs to be unity and strength yeah. as one, whatever. But like world and union, uh, exactly world and union. The idea of, of flopping about between nations is just a bit. It it kind of it, it uh, cheapens the jersey. Oh yeah. Oh, it cheapens the jersey. I mean, the the Wallabies jersey, unfortunately, at the moment, pretty cheap. It's going cheap. Oh, it's going cheap. Mm. Flying off the rack. Yeah. <laughs> well, not flying off the rack. Hard to get no, off the rack. Hard to move. Yeah, hard, hard to, to move. move. Prices prices at an all time low. Yeah, yeah. It's a buyer's market. Yeah, it's a buyer's market for Wallabies jerseys. Now, then when Samu comes out, it just it's getting cheaper and cheaper by the minute. This is not what they need. PR no. disaster. Would it be the first vice captain of a national side in this country to ever say they don't want to play for him anymore? That's what it. Can I? I've just got to stop us. I was looking him up because I wanted to see where he was born. Wallabies star. I was just having a laugh about defecting to Fiji. Wallaby's vice captain Sammy Krovi says he's not serious about switching allegiance to his native Fiji and is disappointed that his comments were taken out of context. Wow. That's an update as of five That's hours ago. An, okay. What do you mean it was a joke? My managers told me to go to Japan so that I can aim to play for Fiji in the next Rugby World Cup. Krovi was speaking at a luncheon in his homeland, was quoted as saying, it is, all, it is all in the air for me to focus on Japan. Cannot play for the Wallows because I cannot reach the threshold of 60 caps. But the centre took to Instagram on Monday to offer a new perspective. Disappointed to be taken out of contest. Quotes for things I didn't say. And when you're having a bit of a laugh at a function. 
Karevi Road. Well, I've loved representing go. Fiji in my younger days, and I'm proud of my Fijian heritage, but also extremely proud and honoured to be a Wallaby and all that Australia's done for me and the, for the family and I. Well, there you go. So, all is right. All is right. All is right in the world. Hey, there you go. All is right. Good in the on world. you, Samu. And, nah, and you know what? That's did the right thing. Media beat up. Did the right thing. Rugby needed that. Oh, it's a win. That's a win for rugby. See? God is happy. God's good. God's good, bro. God is good. This week, punters, dribblers, uh, the podcast brought to you by Rosanna Rosé. Love it. One of the greatest drops of all time. No doubt. Now, you can get Rosanna Rosé and a selection, a wide array of other wines at madhatterwinecode.com. Uh, now, with the Hello Sport code, Hello Sport, you get 25% off. That's a bloody good deal. Some dribbler actually bought like... I think he bought like... He bought a shitload of wine. <laughs> he did. He bought... I think he bought 18 bottles. Yeah. Well, I mean, at 25% off as if you wouldn't. Madhatterwinecode.com. You get 25% off the store. Now, punish dribblers, I must say, and I say this with all sincerity, I consider myself a rosé connoisseur. I know my rosés. You do. I know when the second it touches my lips, whether this thing's a steaming jar of piss or whether it's something I'm going to be able to spend my life with. You know cool. what I mean? And from the moment the Rosina Rosé touched my, lips, touched my lips, I knew this was a winner. I knew that I was starting out on a lifelong journey of Rosé experience with Rosina. Mm. And I wouldn't push you in the wrong direction. Never. Never. Delivered to your house. It's We're coming into the warmer months. Even if it's for your missus. Imagine your missus comes home and you've got a box of rosé. She's like, what is this? Because oh, I love you. Because I love you. Coming into that time of the year where it's a party atmosphere. You know, you want to have wines on hand. Oh, we're going. We're ducking off here for someone's birthday. Yeah. We're going to a Christmas party. We're going to this. Just grab one of the fifty thousand bottles of Rosina Rose that you've bought, or the other wines that other are available. Wines that are available. Twenty five percent discount. The more you buy, the more you save. Imagine if an old friend drops in and you don't have any wine on hand. You look like an idiot. You look like an idiot. Now this wine is already well priced. So with twenty five percent off, it's almost free. Yeah, and it gets delivered. Rosina Rose, delicious. MadHatterWineCo.com. Not, not too sweet, not too dry. Just right. Just right. Uh, all right, Eddie, let's go to Rugby League. And just off the back of this Samu Karevi thing, which obviously now the world makes sense, um, the Tongans. Yeah. So obviously they've started a bit of a movement in Rugby League and it could potentially be going to Rugby Union, but I don't think so now that Samu's cleared that up. Mm. So they obviously, a lot of those boys, Taumalolo, or the Tongan side's become pretty dope because a lot of them have rejected playing for the Tier 1 nations in New Zealand and Australia to go and represent Tonga, Samoa, whoever it is. But the Tongan side beat Australia, historic win over Australia a couple of weeks ago. And dead set, the party has not stopped. Uh, all of the team flown to Tonga. Uh, a public holiday was announced. They all met with the king. They all had the public fucking lining the streets. Public holiday. Dude, public holiday. They all had their own. If you're following, I've been following like Tao Malolo and uh, Hopawadi and all these guys. John Hopawadi as well, the senior over there. Um, John lapping it up. John loving it. Yeah. Didn't play a minute, but <laughs> absolutely loving it. Um, so they had like their own individual uh, utes that had like their name painted on it, that shit, and they were sitting in the back driving through the streets. Like two in the morning, fireworks going off, the town's just losing it. If you get on our Instagram, you can see a video 
uh, at Hello Sport Podcast, uh, of Tao Malolo getting mobbed by chicks, oh, yeah. by these thirsty, thirsty Tongan birds. If you want to see what a thirsty bird looks like. Yeah. And Tao Malolo being the like apex human being, let alone Tongan human being. Oh, he apex. Huge. Jacked. S- smooth. Quick. Quick. Dynamic. Muscular as fuck. I'm guessing flexible. I'm guessing what, like a, a, a Tongan log betwixt his legs? Oh, it's a log, baby. He'd have to. Mate. A big juicy Tongan log betwixt yeah. the thighs. Yeah, yeah. kickstand stuff. Kickstand vibes. So the Tongan... A the, Tongan kickstand. A Tongan kickstand. Which means it's thick. Which means it's thick. A big old a big old uh, palm tree between the legs. Yeah. So you can imagine the chicks, uh, how they're, they're going over there. And the video shows it. So these women are just clawing at him. Mm. And... To the point where one of them gets run over by a car. This car's trying to get through, like, get the fuck out of the way. While Tamalola's just kind of like, I don't know what to do here. In full tongue and garb, like, he's he looks like a warrior. Yeah. Oiled up, I'd assume. Oh, he's oiled. You can tell. Or sweaty and nervous because he's getting mobbed. Mm, I like but I oiled. think he'd be able to handle I like oiled. Yeah, I think oiled. Uh, and then this chick's foot gets run over by the car's gone beeping it and she just won't move and the car keeps going to the point where it just runs over her foot. She still seems like she's more interested in Taumalolo than Such the, is the, third. the health and well-being of her right foot. Well, mate, when you got someone like, if you've got an oiled up, big tongue and celebrity, I mean, you're going to wear a, a tire on the foot, aren't you? I think so, to be able to maybe get a, get a go at the tongue and log. <laughs> yes. I'd be, That's a no-brainer. He's on a million-dollar contract. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. John Apawadi got pulled over by the cops uh, in Tonga. And uh, he was speeding. He said he was going. He put an Instagram up. He goes, and it's him with these cops. And he's like, got pulled over doing twenty over the speed limit. These boys recognised me and asked for a photo instead. Put that up. King of Tonga is John Hapuati, uh unofficially. And then apparently those two cops got in a whole heap of shit. So he had to take it down and then put it up again. I was like, I'm only joking. They didn't really do that. It's like they did that. That's exactly what they did. They 100 percent did that, and that you 100 percent put it up because that's what, that's what you that's would the kind do. of guy that's you the guy are. You want to, you want to, yeah. You that's what you want to be seen as. Yeah, and that's fine. That's cool, dude. I'm into that. Go off, King. I'm with you. You're the yeah. unofficial King of Tonga. Yeah, but I like what you've done. How you've tried to hide it. Like yeah. That's that. That was smooth. Deleted it and put the exact same photo back up. Which is just... also what John would do if he'd got in trouble for it. Yes. Do I have a screenshot of the original? Absolutely. Yes. Didn't because... we? Did he like our comment? Of course he did. Yeah. I mean, look, so, John's... He's a friend. Look, we, we touched base when he was doing Loom, yeah. uh, the money-making venture. You know, We sat down, we got coffee. We've had coffees. Yeah. Intimidating fella, but former Manly player For, and the unofficial King of Tonga. Firm handshake. Firm handshake. Uh, still recovering. Still recovering from the loss to Big Daddy Brown. Anyway, congratulations to Tonga. Congratulations to Tonga. Uh, keep going off because it's some wild shit to see. Now, a couple of... We've got a bit of league going on here. Obviously, the Turbos have confirmed their mega deal to commit to Manly. Yep, pumped. Now, what does this mean for Manly? It means a ring. Rings and glory. I think it's. I think in the next six years, you will 100% see Manly win a ring. At least one or two. Now, we've got, we've got probably the second best fullback in the game. We've got the best yep. back rower in the game. Yep. And we've got... One of the best. We've got the Australian halfback. There you go. So, that to me says rings. And we've got a future... 
Well, we've got a son of a tomato, uh, the third son of a tomato farmer to come in in Ben Trebojevic, who's Correct. still, you know, he's what, 17, 18. Uh, now, obviously, we haven't touched on this, but Manasi Farnu has allegedly stabbed someone. Now, we look, we, did, we, we didn't talk about it because we, we just were waiting for the dust to settle. There was a lot of misinformation about around Farnu and did he or did he not stab someone at a church? At a Mormon church dance in Western Sydney where all good stabbings happen. Well, always. We've always said that. We've always said that. Always a good stabbing going down at the Mormon Bushdorf. <laughs> now, now, Farnu released from bail. Uh, released released from, from prison, prison on, on bail. bail. But not, he was in there for a couple of weeks. Yeah, he was. And he's denying it. Now, I would say off the bat, you would think that not being released for a couple of weeks doesn't spell... It doesn't look good. It doesn't look great. The it, judge, I believe, was quoted as saying it's as close to a murder as you can get. Okay. So, again, that doesn't look good. It doesn't, it doesn't look, look... So, you would prefer to have been in for like an hour and released, released. and the judge not say that yeah. than said it. Then, he's, still, he's still in the eyes of the of the law, Tom. Innocent, innocent. until proven guilty. Yeah. 100%. So, we're going to run with that. Absolutely, we are. Because, uh, because we, we did, don't have a hooker. We let... Uh, we let go. Appy Corusau go because we were pinning all of our hopes on young Manasi. And Manasi, at least as far as you and I were concerned, someone that could wear the hopes on his back. Yes. Now, look, the the punter and the dribbler who's less au fait with Manly's or Manasi's history, Manasi has fallen foul of the law before. Mm. And I believe it may have come in the form of unlawfully filming a female who he may have been... Uh, engaging in sexual activities with. Yes. So okay. Manasi's rap sheet is not exactly an angel. Not a clean skin. Not a clean skin. Manasi also, I've noticed, uh, friends, good friends with Moses Suli, they're not scared of a gang sign. No, that's the same. That also goes for uh, Adam Fanua Blake. <laughs> Uh, they're very into their hand gang signs yes. uh, and looking staunch in photos. Yeah, yeah very staunch. Um, like shitloads of them in a crew sort yeah. of looking real. Yeah, people almost certainly in balaclavas. Yes, uh, half- Balenciaga balaclavas. Yes. And, yes. You know, I like mean, classy. Go classy oh, look, balaclavas. I mean, well, they're football players. I'm not going to sit here and knock the quality of the balaclava no. far from it. No. Just saying That's they not- are present, usually. <laughs> they are adorned. And there's usually Gucci bum bags, TNs, and big, thick boys. Big, thick, thick boys. Dark alleyways, gang signs up. Intimidating? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Guilty? No, I'm not saying that. it's before the courts. I'm not saying that. Let the courts decide that. All I know is if he was in, if he was at this Mormon Bushdorf, a lot of stabbings usually, traditionally. (laughs) So there's a chance he's it, got... He's, this could be a making a murderer type situation. Yes, it, easily. He, he could be the Brendan Wrong place, Dassey. wrong time. Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time's my point. Yeah. This could be... A, this, he could be the Brendan Dassey of this situation. Pop. Has he been coerced? Who knows? Now, there are... And again, I'm just going off what I'm hearing. Yeah. All alleged. Th- all alleged. Three people have confirmed it was him. Mm. As in, they've said they saw him do it. That's not good. Are they independent judges? Well, no, I'm, they're not judges. These are three when witnesses. I say, when who I are say there. Ju- like when I well, judges is the wrong word. Yeah, were they independent? Like, are they? I don't. That's a. Dior. They're not playing the other side of the. Uh, well, who knows, Eddie? Yeah, again, making the murder vibes. Yeah, 
who knows? A Could lot be... of twists and turns. Now, obviously, this is serious because someone almost got killed. Yes, we're not making we're not light making of light of the the near death experience. Far from it. We mm. are though, just discussing it openly in an open forum and trying to you know work out. Just trying to get all the cards on the table yes. for us as much as the punter and the dribbler listening. We're trying to fill you in, and that involves us breaking it down. Yes, giving the facts, the facts, or the alleged, f- alleged as we know them. Or heard them to be alleged. Or assumed them to yes. be. Yes. So, so look, Manasi, we know this. Manasi, as of right now, not guilty. But also stood down. Stood down. Following no fault, the no, no fault, fault stand so, yeah. down rule. Uh, Which means that Manly currently... Hookerless. Yeah. Now, if you have a hooker that we could rent... Well, I'm wondering, what are the what's the law or the legality on reneging on letting Coruscant go? Is it too late? Have we left that too late? Possibly. Okay. Poss- possibly. Not sure. I'd be getting Cade cussed up to speed. And you're getting Cade in there and hook up? I th- well, and then Dylan's at 5'8". Dylan eight. at 5'8". Yeah. I think, I think that's I think what you're that looking at. I think that might be the play. Young Cade. Cade's a good player. He's a good player with a good rugby league name. And I think yeah. I think traditionally, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong, but traditionally Cade's pretty good in the nine jersey. Well, as in, I th- you're talking about just Cade's in general? Cade's in general. Yeah. Across the board, if you're a Cade, yeah. I don't even, wouldn't I wouldn't just specif- specify just to the nine jersey. If you're called Cade, mm. chances are that you're good at sport. Yeah. Generally. Spe- generally. Yeah. Sporty guys. You're a sport- sporty guys are called Cade. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. usually they're from athletic stock. Oh, yeah. You know, Thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds uh, of some degree. Well, pure breeds of some pure sort, breeds. but sure. maybe not a thoroughbred. They well, they don't be, have to be big and strong. No, they've just got to be tough. Yeah. Cade's usually tough. Good hand-eye. Hand-eye, aggressive. Yeah. Uh, Ultra-competitive yeah, yeah, Cade. Yeah, Bull uh, by the horn bull, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with potentially like an angry dad who's... Always pushed him. Well, not angry, but pushy. Yeah, yeah, not angry, but but just knows when his son needs. To, you know, angry is the wrong word because mm. he's not an angry dad necessarily. But Cade's proud dad, dad but fathers passionate. of Cade's fathers of Cade's usually passionate and um, able to get the most out of their Cade's and even more. Yeah, more than one hundred and ten percent stuff. That, yeah, fathers of Cade's yeah. can get one hundred and ten out yeah, of Cade's. They know when their Cade's out enough. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they don't. Well, they, that's all, which is almost never. Yeah, Cades they keep can go all day. Yeah. <laughs> and do and do. So that's that's probably our. So we have a backup. We've got a backup of sorts right now in Cade Cust. So not all lost. Could be a blessing in disguise, but obviously innocent until proven guilty. Manasse could be lining up. Round one. Whoop. Look, I hope he's innocent. We'll keep you posted. If he's not, then unfortunately, it's time to go. As much as I'd love to keep you around because you were an excellent player, it looks like you probably got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. In terms of like, you know, the nine to ten. I wonder what you get. For stabbing someone. Yeah. But they don't die. Probably like four or five years. Well, like, but it, you'd call would you call you'd have to call a stabbing an attempted murder, wouldn't you? I reckon you could get it downgraded to manslaughter. Didn't mean to kill him. Attempted manslaughter though, because he didn't kill him. So you can't have manslaughter unless Oh yeah, attempted manslaughter. That's but you can't grievous attempt. bodily harm. Yeah, maybe that's what you're looking at. That's what you're looking at. If not murder, attempted murder. Dior. Dior. All Everything we just said. Look, we'll look to Izzy Carey, lawyer of the stars, for those facts. If he listens to this week's podcast, which he will. Uh, but anyway, that's manly situation. Well, that's that's rugby league. Well, it's not rugby league. It's Eddie. not. No, because I'd like to. We got a couple of things. This is uh 
you know, this podcast may never end. So we have spoken in the past about what we thought was a glaring omission in this nation's uh, big things. Oh, yes. We've got the big merino. Big banana. The big banana, the big prawn. I think there's a big uh, dog. I think there's a big sheep dog somewhere. There's big things there's all lots, over the this, nation. This nation has a real proud history with big things. Yes. And we always found it perplexing, verging on sacrilegious, that there wasn't a big joey. I don't think it's verging Newcastle. on. I think it is sacrilegious. Yeah. Now we built the, it, we, we've almost had a whole podcast for the for the OG punter dribbler. We have had a, a, an episode on this, a podcast, yeah. almost exclusively on the need for a big joey. We were comfortable, Tom and I, with it being either at Newcastle Stadium or back in the homeland, in the back knock. in Cessnock, yeah. back in the knock. Happy with either. But I think that there should be an homage, an offering to Joey yes. via a big Joey. Yes, has to be a big Joey. Has to be big. Like, I think that, yes, it could be quaint to put Joey well, in bronze. but I th- Yeah, I mean, but... But, I mean, I think Joey's more than that. He's the eighth. He's the goat. He needs to be big. Joey's... Because Joey was big. Joey's elegant, but he's not understated. He's no. elegant and overstated. Yes. As a player, as a person. Mate, so... It would quickly become the number one tourist attraction in the nation. Yeah. Overnight. The big Joey. And so that is... It's a no-brainer. A huge... And I'm happy for that to be bronze. Sure, it'll cost a pretty penny, but, I mean, you can't put a price on an homage... I deserve it, homage. As I've just said, as I've just said, it would be the tourist attraction, possibly of the southern hemisphere. Tom, yeah. I think you get your money back and then some in the net in the first couple of months. Correct. So we've spoken about this on a podcast before. The OG pun and the dribbler will be across it. If you're not, go back. You probably listen to them all anyway. If it's not up, then then I don't know. That could be one of our first seventy that we are. Uh, you know, possibly may release one day, but may not. Anyway. The reason I bring it back up again, Eddie, is because there's a yarn going around that it's now actually becoming... Uh, there's a bit of a ground swell around the big Joey actually happening. Now, I don't think they want... An, I don't think the talk now is as, for a Joey to be as big as we want, which obviously is probably a cost issue. Mm. But... Um, well, tough times. Yes. So I'm just going to uh, take you through a couple of the things here. So Danny Badiris, Willie Mason, headline a group of greats pushing for Andrew John's statue. Rugby League's biggest names have joined an unprecedented social media push for Andrew John's statue to be erected in Newcastle. Danny Badiris predicts the bloke who slept on his couch over the weekends will be bronzed in 2020, saying, absolutely, Joey should get a statue. And I don't think fans will rest until he has one. Now, Bedsy's a friend of the show. Bedsy knows that we Bedsy haven't rested. gets it. We haven't rested. We've been bloody calling for it. Not stoked that this fucking dribbler's kind of tried to steal our thunder. Um... Some hardcore Knights fan called Carlo Tyson. Is he? That's surely not Tyson. T Y C H S E N. If it is, that's amazing. But a Knights fan, Carlo Tyson, who's saying that they've he started the Twitter thing bronze for Johns. Not mad at it, but it doesn't have the same ring as the big. I Joey. like I like bronze for Johns, but I think he stole. Like he's got the idea from somewhere. Yeah, and but, it was it was the critically acclaimed Big Joey podcast. Yeah. Now. Is he taking some uh, some influence from us? Yes, I think he is. But at the end of the day, we're, go- we're chasing the same goal. We're chasing the, chasing same, the same goal, dream. except ours is a better idea. Yes. Now, if Bronze for Johns builds momentum, which it seems to be, I think now 
probably the perfect opportunity to start more debate around the Big Joey. The Big Joey. Use that leverage from Bronze for Johns into the Big Joey. Into the Big Joey. Because, you Which know. is a no-brainer. Yeah. And the Big Joey can be in bronze, so it still all works together. It all works. But all it works. needs to be a Big Joey for people to come. Have you seen the Big Joey? Oh, where are you going? Oh, taking the wife and kids to go see the Big Joey. Well, yeah, look, are you going to do that or are you going to go see the Joey John statue? Yeah. Does anyone go to see the Wally Lewis statue unless they're at Suncorp? No. No, they don't. Sorry, but they don't. Sorry, No one Wally. goes out of their way to go and see it. No. Now, if unless I'm- you're a real dribbler. If I'm Cessnock Council, now I'm assuming this bronze for John's thing is gaining momentum at the Newcastle, right? If I'm Cessnock, now, being a Cessnock a couple of times, Cessnock is quaint. Cessnock probably... But uh, it's not a big crowd puller. Well, no, but I also think Cessnock uh, currently, I think not maybe as flourishing as it once was. A lot yes. of, lot of, it, it might be in sort of maybe an economic downturn. A lot of towns around the nation in downturns. I think the, ravaged by methamphetamine. I think the knock and bikies. I think the knock allegedly. would be so silly not to front foot this yeah. and go with the big Joey because that's that's something you hop in the car for. That's it. That's something you put the wife and kids in the car and you go, we're going to Cessnock to see the big Joey. Though Stimulate we've the economy. That's It's an economy stimulator. People come to town, so I'm going to come in to see the big Joey. I, I might go to the local cafe for breakfast. I then might go to, you know, the local museum. Or where did Joey grow up? Yeah. Where's Joey's Petrol house? on the way there. That's it. Petrol food on the way there. there. Food, food on the way dinner. there. I might stay at a motel. Motel. Absolutely. I might go a few trinkets. That's it. A couple pick, of beers. Pick up a couple of Joey John's key rings. Mate, that's a weekend. That's a that's a long weekend dream, I reckon. You're yeah. spending a couple of grand to go see the big Johnny. Sestock would be flourishing on the back of yeah. this. And I think you just turn it into Joey John's based tourism, right? Yes. yes. Where'd Joey go to school? Yeah. Where'd Joey grow up? Yeah, Joey tours around Sestock. Yeah. Where'd Joey get his first kiss? Where'd Joey learn the banana kiss? I was about to say that. Where did he teach himself the Where banana? Where did he teach himself the banana? Now, I know he credits Ricky Stewart, but no one believes that. He's a humble man, Joey, despite what you may think. So, I mean, I think the knock probably can get on the front foot here and start Joey Tours. Joey Tours. Off the back of the big Joey. Joey Merch. Yeah. Joey Museum in the big Joey. Yeah. There's a lot you can <laughs> do. You can There's do. a lot you can do. Now, this we've done in five minutes, Cessnock Council. Now, this is this is a fucking no-brainer. Yeah. I need to swear because it's important. No, of course. I care about where Joey was born. Yeah. I'd go. And I would go, I would pack the car tomorrow if there was a big Joey. You and me would be you and me would happily sit at the front desk of the Joey Museum inside the big Joey. If, if Joey needs me to pull hours on the front desk, directing people around the Joey the Museum the in the Big Joey, like yeah. mate, a Joey Museum in the Big Joey? Bro, come on. Merch in there. Yeah. Store on the way out. Yeah. That's, you could sell those hats that he wore in the that one where he's skateboarding down yep. the hill in the grand final. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, you could sell everything. Unseen footage, unseen behind footage, the scenes footage. Joey highlights, DVDs, yeah. Yeah. although DVDs are obsolete. So maybe 18 just, plus know. section for Joey, all the good yeah. stuff. Joey John's greatest yarns. Yeah, yeah. The book of Joey. Oh, mate. You could do plays in there. Yeah. Concerts. Absolutely. Reenacting. You'd, you'd probably need a stage because you'd want to recreate some of his greatest moments. Well, there was a Warney stage show. Why can't there be a Joey one? In the big Joey. In the, big in Joey. the head. Yeah. Concert up there. Concert hall. Yeah. In the head. Orchestra. Sydney Symphony. Mate, look. I think... All, I think with all the great songs of Joe in them. Or yeah. Joey. Yeah. 
and songs written for Joey. Hey, Joey. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love that song. I think so. That's a great song. Yeah. So, fuck. Cessnock, front foot this thing. And the bloke who's doing John's for Bronze or Bronze for John's, like, cool. Cool, Carlo Tyson. But our idea's way better. Yeah, yeah. Big Joey. Tell me that idea's not better. I wouldn't believe you. No, prove it. Can't. Sorry, bro. Can't and won't. Finally in rugby league, Eddie. It feels like rugby league's never ending. Even though it's the off-season. Um... So poor old Darius Boyd uh, has obviously had a season to forget in 2019. Looking for ways to try and improve his game, try yeah. and get back to the top. Yeah. You know, origin Australian representative, former yeah. two-time yeah. premiership winner. Uh, struggling to get back to the top, has thought... A couple of lean years. A couple of lean years. What do I do? What, you know, anything I can do to help myself, anything counts. Now, he's obviously been doing a little bit of Netflixing and chilling in mm. the off-season. Mm. Seen game changes. I haven't seen it. Neither but it's I. all about how athletes can be athletes on a vegan diet. A better athlete. Yeah. That's the angle. That's the angle. Now, I know everyone's – like, this reminds me a little bit of that, like, Coney 2020, where everyone just gets behind something for, like, a short amount of I've time. I've completely forgotten about Coney. You remember Coney? Yeah, I do, but I haven't thought about well, it Well, of since. course you haven't. I can't even remember what it was about. Look, it was about a warlord in – Africa oh, and right. child trafficking or I think you know not it was just some real heavy shit right but then unfortunately like a week after it came out the guy who made the documentary was high on bath salts in LA like running through the street naked and unfortunately took a lot of the uh mm. the goodwill away from what was a what good movie. was a great you know documentary and a great attempt so what I feel like this is is like Game changers, trying to get people to be vegan, get it, trying to get people to, you know, live a healthy lifestyle. I don't know if it's purely from an animal uh, rights perspective. I don't think so. I would like to make a – what I was told this on the weekend, yeah. right? Apparently James Cameron produced it or made it or had something to do with it, funded it. Apparently he's got a vested interest in plant-based meats and shit. Like he – He's invested in heavily into like heavily, companies, that heavily owns companies that will profit significantly from people being vegan. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. But I also just think like in uh, the same way that in terms in terms of like the science is a bit yeah. shaky. Well, this the look now. Obviously, I mean we. This is what I've heard. No, no, no. Dior. No, no. Dior. All of it. Dior. Dior. All of it. I'm not saying that you can't be an athlete if you're a vegan, but I also don't think. Uh, again. Easy for us to say without having watched the fucking documentary, but is it better than meat? Is that what you're telling me? Because it's like it's not like a global scientific consensus like global warming is, where it's like the glo- we are global warming is happening. It's not like all the scientists are going, "Bruh, meat's bad." Yeah. So until that thing sort of happens, I'm not going to go off a Netflix doco. But Darius has, Darius in an attempt to try and revamp his career, has come out and said he's gone vegan uh, and he's tried to pull in a couple of boys with him to go vegan uh, to the point where the news cycle started swirling around that the Broncos were going vegan. A couple of players said they weren't. Like, uh, Corey Oates is like, nah, bro. Yeah. Not doing it. Can you see David Fafita going vegan? Well, I mean, I don't know. He looks like he could eat a whole cow. Raw. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then there's so much so that the Broncos had to come out and re- put a, re- a statement out going, uh, we're not going vegan as a club. Sorry, Darius. 
you can do whatever you want. Did Darius Darius say this is this is a a Broncos thing? No. Did he try and No, but he was trying to boy the boys around veganism. Was it like was it isogenics vibes where he was just sort of like hitting them up one by one? Probably his teammates taking them down, going, "Listen, I've got this thing. It's yeah, I'd really like you to great, watch this thing. Like I can come over and watch it together." Yeah, um, and then it's just you know a few simple payments of thirty dollars a week. Yeah, into my account. Uh, into my account, and then you can start turning people onto it as well. And then you and know, then you ask them for you money. Ask them for who money. Asked, and then you give some to me, and it's a trickle up. Yeah, and it, yes, it may sound like a pyramid, pyramid scheme, scheme, but it's not. But I assure you it's not. Can I prove that it's not? No. Anyway, look, I just felt a little sorry for Darius there. But, you know, I mean, I don't know if that's the problem, bro. Look, let's- you're missing tackles. Mate, you, you, you're not trying. From where, I'm, from where I'm sitting, it doesn't look like you're trying. That's fair to say off the back of some of his missed tackles. I don't think he isn't trying, but it's fair to say that in some of his the missed tackles, missed it, tackles uh, this year, he looked like he wasn't trying. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I will say this. If you have a, a ripper season next year, then I think it's going to start to give some credibility to the vegan movement and the apparent uh, benefits of only eating plant-based diet. Yeah. But if not... It's not going to help it. It's not going to help it. I mean, I refer to Siddle's banana-only diet. Lost about 10Ks off his fucking bowling. And was nowhere to be seen. Has resurrected that and was playing test cricket again. Was that off? still just on bananas? No, I, be- no I, think he, I think he walked away from that. Oh, you think he's maybe in, brought a little bit of meat back? I think so, yes. Do you all that one punish dribblers? But uh, look... Just not sold on it, bro. Not sold. Get me a global consensus from scientists. Get me 97% minimum. Yeah. Then I'm on. Then I'm on. Then I'm on board. Absolutely. Not a problem. All good. And look, that then you might get man of the match. Me personally? Yeah. Look, I'm just I've got, I'm not talking man of the match for a couple of weeks. I've okay. got this weekend off as well, so that's we'll going to be good to refresh. Yeah. Am the greatest leg spin bowler uh, probably in the division, but that's not important. <laughs> Punters, dribblers, uh, Test Cricket returns to our screens on Thursday, was it, Tom? Yes. Oh, I couldn't be more excited. One of my favourite times of the year is Test Cricket season because it means I can marinate, Tom. Mm. It means I can marinate on the couch with Victoria Bitter in hand mm-hmm. and sit with my my friends my mm. f- and uh, my mates. Yep. You know what I mean? Because... Traditionally, not something else will get around, right? No. So it's it's time for the boys yeah. and for me, yeah. right? We've got Pakistan first. Yes. Yes. Now the test squad's been released. Yes. Pretty play on, largely. It's a like, largely play as, on, as expected. I think yeah, it's fair to say. I think there was a couple that were a bit like, obviously there were withdrawals of Nick Maddinson and and the Balkan Bulldog Wilpakovsky, and we wish them all the best. Wish them all the best. Mental health grounds. Uh, then. Kawaj has missed out. Bancroft brought in. Um, that's probably the one where it's most contentious. Uh, now, there's been a lot of, you know, concern, I think, from the cricketing public about Bancroft's selection given he doesn't or hasn't been scoring runs. No, so he had a very shit ashes. Dog shit ashes has had a very poor start to the Sheffield Shield season, averaging eleven in the Shield. Now you got to ask yourself, what's the Sheffield she- season for then? Yeah. I was under the impression that Sheffield Shield is pretty much selection for the Test side. Well, no one watches it. 
You can't even watch it on TV, really. No, you got to right? stream it. you got to stream it. No one's there. Like, the whole thing is funded from the test sides, you know, like the dollars that they generate, yeah. right? That's what it's pays their salary. Yeah, it doesn't generate money or that's it what, couldn't generate money. That's what pays their salaries, no. right? So I was always under the impression that it's basically just a giant possibles-probables contest. Yes. Now, how that a bloke... Now, Bancroft, you know, you've had your time in the sun, obviously got up to no good, and since you've come back have been You haven't. You know, he came, before he came back into the test squad, he was getting some tons, he was playing all right. But that was a while that ago. That was a while ago. Then coming into the summer, like, look, if you're picking... I read something today where they were just talking about if you're trying to pick... If it was between him and Kawaj, just say. Mm-hmm. Not that it necessarily was, but they both can open and Kawaja can, you know, bat anywhere. Well, yep. he can bat down. But Kawaja averages 60 in this great nation in tests. Also has a proven, That's quite a number. proven test record. Yeah. Uh, 60s, pretty sharp. Yeah, in your country. Bangers uh, doesn't, basically. Bangers doesn't average anything in cricket. I think it might be 20 in, in Australia. So what's all this about? Well, I don't know. The the accusations, Eddie, and this isn't... We don't make the accusations. We sometimes uh, talk about them, though. We repeat uh, them. We repeat them. We break them. Uh, and the accusation from some, some in the cricketing circles mm. is that bangers, West Australian boy, same academy as JL, uh, likes, you know, partial to a downward dog. You know, similar in, uh, you know, Zendokai sort of bullshit. I think Langer, quite the spiritual earthing type. Mm. Bangers no a bit shoe more stuff. From, bangers a bit more from that realm than Kawaja, maybe. Look, possibly, but there's all, there's other selectors. You know what I mean? Yes, there there's is. There's two other selectors. Well, Trevor Hons, who is a selector, came out and said that he's quoted as saying, like, they've seen an improvement in Bancroft. And then I think it was maybe Jeff Lawson or someone, Dior, but I saw this quote where he was like, where where's the improvement? Now, if you're saying there's been improvement in the fucking since the ashes in the net, like, are we? Is that is that what we're looking for? No, now? they're talking about in his improvement since the but ashes. He hasn't. No, yeah, he hasn't improved. But but I'm saying, but he hasn't improved. So if you're saying he's improved based on what you've seen in the net and what they've seen, and it's just there. But basically, the average is eleven. There is no. There's where is the improvement? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying if it's anywhere, it could only be in the net because it isn't in the isn't in shield because it's not in the it's not in the fucking public domain. No. Now, if you're basing his selection off his network, I would have to say I don't know if you have lost it completely. Yeah, but that's not where time. runs for the nation are scored. No, they're not scored in the nets, bruh. No, that's if true. they were, cool, but they're not. They're not. They're scored out in the middle, in the heat of battle, under yeah. the hot Australian sun. When pressure builds diamonds or it creates dust. That's it, mate. Like, are you fair income? Yeah. Prove it. They should be made to prove those comments. Yeah. Prove it. Okay, prove it. Give me some... Cause, because the only metric, Eddie, is runs. And that's why we love cricket, because the metric is so black and white. Yeah. Oh, is he in form? Where are the runs at, brah? What's your job? Where's the runs at, brah? Your job is to take shine off nut and score runs. And because you're not facing enough balls and scoring enough runs, I'm perplexed about your selection. You're also not that young either. Like, is he like, he's not. Oh, he's young. No, but he's is he like enough. 
Yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, he's not young enough to be like a Pukowski where it's like, oh, he's, I mean. uh, let's give him some chances. That's what I mean. He's had his chances. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's been on Ashes. He's won Ashes. He's fucking yeah, no, yeah, not at all. Um, anyway, so that's a little controversial. Uh, you know, I don't know what the makeup of the sides going to be. Well, I think Smudge scores a ton. Smudge tons up. Does he double just to, to get things going? I think possibly. I think there's every chance he doubles up. Pattinson was looking like he was going to be one of the four bowlers picked, but apparently said something uh, of a homophobic nature uh, for, whilst playing for Victoria has since been suspended for a test. So, you know, can't be saying that. No. Nope. Uh, Apologize. He did apologize. Okay. Took took it on the chin. Yeah. I'd not in a gay way. Yeah. Um, sure. I'd like to think just a uh, didn't mean it. Didn't mean anything by it. I don't think he did. I think it's one of those things where you go like we've gotten to a point where it's like even if there are things like I oh, look, mate. I, you know, I didn't mean it. I said it in the heat of battle. It's like yeah, fair, but you just can't. No, I get that you need to be suspended. Yeah. Just come back. I better. get it. Just come just back go, better. Yeah. Do better. Be better. All good. I mean, I don't really have much else for cricket. I think we win and we win well. But oh, we win and we win well. Obviously, it was a weekend of biffs. Fight of the century is on, Eddie. Yeah. Um, I think Australian boxing was the real winner, having Gal and Big Bad Barry Hall Jr. Mm. draw. Mm. Now, did we watch the fight? Dior. Did we see highlights? Dior. Uh, but what I will say is that Barry Hall, not just... Uh, tries and buys. He's not just tries and buys. No. He can box. Oh, yeah. Well, now, he was an amateur boxer. Well, I know, right? But we were sort of thinking, you know, is this just going to be we're distracted by the hot bod? Yeah. Did he have the engine? Did he have the engine? Did he have what it takes to go? Or is he, all, is he all brawn? Is he all bod? Yeah. Big bod. Now, can confirm he is all bod, but he is... Also good at boxing. Some say that he won. Some say that Gal won. It was a draw. Who gives a shit? Well, majority draw. Majority draw. Well, it was Gal won. It was a majority draw. Gal so Gal won. won a round, but yeah. two of the judges had a Senate draw. Had a draw. But then Danny Green, who was the promoter, thinks that Barry Hall won. Because Barry, man, you watch some of the highlights. Barry's hitting Gal with some clean uppercuts. He was hitting him, man. Like, he was hitting him. Gallon's got a chin, though. Good luck dropping oh, yeah. that wildebeest. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, we've all talked that, you know, Barry's all bod, but if you're wearing uppercuts like that, you've got to be a, a wildebeest. Yeah, you have to be a wildebeest. And Gal, proven wildebeest. Yeah. Um, but now, look, there's a chance that uh, they do a rematch, which we'd all be really, really into see. Look, I mean, th- that was what I was saying on the weekend. I mean, does anyone want to see that again? Really? No. Because like, I tell like, you what else, there are some other fights on the on, on the potential fights. Like the I wanted to see the winner fight SBW. That's yes. what I wanted to yes. see. I'm now over this thing. Yeah, I think that uh, they probably will fight again because there's money in it. There's only a couple of draws I want to see again, and I like I would have wanted to Triple G Canelo. Sweet, I wanted to see that again. Yeah, that happened. Um, and then Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. I need to see that again. Need to see that again. But Gallon Barry Hall, I don't care. Don't, don't I don't really, care for. No, 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 don't. So there's 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 either Gal or Baz against uh, SBW. There's Big Daddy Brown who uh, uh, I think, he call that Gallon. Well, Big Daddy, I think initially was like fuck these footy players who are coming into boxing and making more money than professional boxers. Now I think he's gone. Fucking, if you can't beat him, join him. Like, why don't I get in on this freak show yes. and start trying to fight people? He wanted to fight both of them 
and they alternate rounds. So it's like he's fighting Gal one round, then Barry comes in for another round, da, 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 which is weird and obviously won't ever happen. But I'd love to see Big Daddy Brown getting in amongst this shit show. I'd like to see it. Big Daddy Brown would kill someone, though, because yeah. he's actually a professional boxer. Yeah, he probably would. But he might not. Who knows? It's Ma- a shit show. It's a shit show. You know show. what else there but is? You know what? That's boxing That's now. boxing. Boxing largely Especially has been- in Australia. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Australian boxing is the premier shit yeah. show in town. It's the, <laughs> it's the shit show. It's the shit show. It's the shit. And I think embrace it. Absolutely you embrace Embrace it. that you are the capital of shit show boxing. That's like it. You're the rolling fair that comes into town. Yeah, once yeah. A year. It's, it's carnival like, oh, stuff. Yeah, it's absolute shit show central. Yeah, yeah. The other, you know the other fucking fighters they're talking about? Hodges and Gallon. Because <laughs> Justin Hodges is about to fight Darcy Lussick on the 6th of December. Oh, look, it's good. Mate. See, that's like promoters are going, you know what? We can't sell normal boxing anymore. Because no. Mundine's, well, unless Mundine's, you know, in a wants wheelchair. Wants some more brain damage. Yeah, I don't more. think so. But that's running out of puff and they know it. So they're looking. Running out of puff? <laughs> no, but I mean. Mundine's been, fucked, been, mate. Still Jeff been. Horn grazed his ear and he was just flatlined. When I mean that by that is he's still fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what no, I mean? He's still getting he's about. He's still getting about. Such is the nature of the shit show. Yeah, such, exactly. Such is the shit show. But I think they're relying on their one golden goose perhaps driving. Dropping dead soon. I hope- and Jeff Horn, I mean, look, he, as we've said, uh, you know, uh, he's a personality personified. I think he's lost in the Dolphin Palace. Can't yeah, find I his think, way you know, out. He can't find his way out. He's absolutely <laughs> lost. Concerns. But he's, he's got another fight coming up, which I guarantee you will have less interest than Gal Hall. Yeah. Oh, I can bet. I can bet my last dollar it will. My so, last dollar. Yeah. So look, embrace, embrace the, shit, the show. shit show. I'm happy to. Yeah. I'm happy to. But don't replay shit shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or at least not immediately. You know, let Gal go fight someone, get Bazza, because Bazza's part of the shit show now. Well, let's well, get no, Bazza yeah, on the you... circuit. They can come back. Yes, you know but I mean? not, not, not immediately. Tomorrow. I don't want to see an immediate rematch. No, no, no. Um, but anyway, that's Biff's. Now Dribbler Dribbles. Now this one was from uh, a week or so ago. We missed it, but thought it was worth getting into. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from Paddy Dwyer. Hey, fellas, this is a non-sports-related dribble, but a dribble nonetheless. Been a very tough weekend trying to find some live sport to get around, but I did come across something that may interest punters, but predominantly dribblers. Had some cold pizza sitting in the fridge and decided to Google the best way to reheat pizza rather than the usual whack it in the microwave for two minutes and eat the soggy finished product. Heat the so, and so this is how you do it. Heat the pan to medium, whack your pizzas in the pan, Turn the heat down to low and leave for two minutes. Put some water in the corner of the pan and put the lid on. Allow the pan to steam up and leave for three minutes. The final product is so good, I'd actually argue better than the original. A crunchy toast-like base with a moist melted top. It's changed my life. Now, this may not be newsworthy, but hopefully a value add for the other dribblers out there with a bit of extra time on their hands and want to get the most out of their cold pizza. I like that Bad- Paddy has said with time on their hands. Yes. Because that's obviously a prerequisite here. <laughs> now, I would say to Paddy that I like pizza cold, but I don't know if that's only because I know that pizza in the microwave is no good. Yeah. I, I like pizza cold as well. 
I fuck pizza in the microwave. Fucking so, f- completely. This should this should need to be pretty damn good for me to go through that those steps. Yes, and maybe we need to try it, or the punters and the dribblers out there to try. No, this. I want them to try yeah. it and report back. Report back, please, punters and dribblers, on Paddy's uh, methodology here. I like that he's thinking outside the box. I absolutely. think that's a that's a, a an adventurous dribbler. Yeah, absolutely. Who's prepared to back himself and is looking for answers? But also, it's he's not just about himself. He's gone. No. I'm going to try this, but uh, you know, it's so good. I think that the punters and the dribblers out there are going to appreciate it. Very, very sort of weird idea. Weird idea. Well written. Well put together. Yeah, it's party. like he's ste- is he steaming it? Like, what's the water? Is the water acting? I think there's obviously something to do. Look, it's the science is not something we're going to get into. Do all the science. Yeah. Do all the science. Apparently, it works. So it'll be interesting to see. So punters, dribblers, try it and let us know because I want you to try it before I buy it. That's it. Correct. Now, uh, one more uh, dribbler dribble here just on the uh, IG inbox. Uh, KD, uh, my fellow dribblers, uh, KD here, just wondering who you'd consider the biggest beater currently in world sport. You would have to say Falau after his recent comments. Not in world sport, though. No, he's not even an athlete. He's not in world sport anymore. Jeez. Always something wrong with these questions, isn't there? He fucks it up. Every time. There's always something wrong. Falau is no longer an athlete. He's not in world sport. He's not in world sport. Now, if you were to say biggest beater in in in, Jesus Christ of whatever church in Sydney, he might be the biggest beater 100%. 100%. Biggest beater in world sports, probably like your Bernard Tomics of the world. Yeah. Someone like that, who's actually playing. Yes. Silly so, question. Silly question. Uh, but he has continued here. Uh, also, a little trivia for you. Since you're such big Violet Crumble fans, and the Crumbles did get up uh, on Sunday, congrats to them. Since you're such big Crumbles fans, name all nine teams that compete the NBL without cheating, and I'll bring you back a little present. KD does live abroad, punters, dribblers. Uh, okay, so obviously we've got the Crumbles. Mm-hmm. That team up north. Team down south. Yep. Team uh, over west. There's a West... Is it a West? Yeah, well, at least it's Western something. Yeah. Certainly one... Uh, west of here. Yeah, West of here. There's certainly one uh, Far East of here over the ditch. Yes. I think that's six. Um, down, uh, you know... Southeast. Uh, southeast, below the border south. Yep. One, maybe two. Maybe two. And then I think maybe one more... Far North. One more Far North. Done. Peace, peace. What are you bringing us? Yeah, what are you bringing us, bro? I'd like to know. Interested to know. Keen to know. Very keen. Can't wait. Um, all right. Now let's just go to a couple of That was of easy. That was as easy as piss. Fucking piece of piss. Do better. Uh, all right. Let's do some dribble dribbles here. Let's see how we go. Boys, it's the shit underscore punter calling back to the dribble hotline for another dribble. Listen, I've just got off the bus. At Brookvale, I'm off to Brookie Hotel for a couple of clients. Well, I watch Gal and Noodles have a, have a beer. Love that. Listen, boys, I know you guys are great at um, Toyota motorbike going by. Pit Water Road, you know how it is. You boys, um, got your, pod, got your uh, Instagram game down pat. My sure. Instagram account is severely struggling. I follow you, boys. Why don't you give it a shout out? Maybe even have a look at the page or get the punters and dribblers to have a look at the page and try to tell me where I'm going wrong because I'm really 
struggling with the followers. Okay. Have a look at cubicle underscore three. That's C-U-B-I-C-L-E underscore the number three. Get it up, Ed. Have cubicle underscore right three. Boys, I'm fucking struggling. See you soon. See you at the brookies. Okay. Cubicle underscore three. Okay. So he's looking for some help here on how to get his Instagram game going. Uh, cubicle <sighs> underscore three, Eddie. Oh, my goodness. I mean... Oh, my goodness. When you go to use the toilet and someone has demoed it or left you a nasty surprise, is this... So this is what, an ode to dank toilets? <laughs> 17 followers. Um, look, listen. Oh, my goodness. 25 posts, 17 followers, Who's done likes. that? <laughs> this is a, an incredibly niche page. Uh Shit underscore punter, who's the man who's uh, called in here? Look, look, it's it's look. It makes a lot of these photos make you feel physically ill. Yeah, so like, I guess if you're into seeing toilets that have been wrecked by shit, vomit, piss, or filled with dildos, yeah, at Al, uh, then this page is for you. Yes, if you wanted feedback, uh, bro, I I guess. Uh, you're just relying on people wanting to look at physically disgusting things. Yes. Now, I know. I think that's probably a little niche. It's, a, it's incredibly niche. Now, I'm not saying that people won't, but here it's just like lots of dank, like dank, look, dank poos. Look if, look, if you're into looking at poos or, or toilets full of dildos, then this is probably your page. <laughs> Cubicle underscore three. Yeah. Happy look, to shout look, it out. Look, I'm happy to shout it out for you, mate. I'll, I'm happy to shout it out. We won't be following In it, terms though. of advice, I would say that you need... I mean, you need to find you need to find people that like those things. Yeah, and and that might be hard initially. I think over time, maybe you know this podcast may be able to help you, but even then, I just don't know because it's such a niche sport. This one. So, punters, dribblers, if you want to go check it out, it's cubicle underscore three. Maybe leave some feedback on his post. Let him know what you think. Yeah, because it's it's a it's a that's a that's a different. That's, it's it's different. It's different. It's, it's different. certainly different. Thanks, though, dude. Thanks for reaching out. Uh, we'll move on. Hi, blokes. Uh, long-time punter, impartial dribbler. Just calling up to have a fucking yarn about the uh, Paul Gunn's news fest. Being a beater from Cronulla, as we knew, and I'm a Queenslander, I obviously knew from New South Wales, we'd be sewn to a beater fest between an AFL gimp and a mm. fucking rugby league bottom feeder. Okay. Just be disappointed that the fucking sports bet beaters actually uh, baited the boys into betting on the game and fucking called a draw from the start. Be soon. He thinks it's conspiracy. I think he's calling conspiracy. Look, we... That's all alleged by this gentleman. Galen was wearing sports bet stuff. Oh, look, sports bet were all over it, but, I mean, that doesn't mean they were necessarily saying give it a draw. No, not unless they owned the refs. Well, look, all that's possible. Uh... As we said earlier, uh, you know, you've got to embrace the shit show when it comes to Australian boxing. So if you're betting on shit shows, then, then you know it's you, sort of like going to the Dubbo show or shows in general. Like I and think, expecting to win on those yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. I think I think bear. I like, think when you're putting balls into a clown's mouth that's spinning, I think that you go in knowing that you're probably not gonna win yeah, and it's that it's stacked rigged. Against you. And that it's rigged. And I think, you know, if you're throwing a ball at like at milk bottles, I think you know that some of them are glued on. Yeah. I think you know that. Yeah. You just go in knowing. You go, you go in looking for fun. Go in with your eyes open Win or lose. looking for fun. Win or lose. We're here for fun. Embrace now, the shit show. Now, if you were a smart dribbler, 
or punter. You would you say you are, you would have bet on the draw. Yeah. Because you would have seen that coming a mile away. Did Tom and I? No, we didn't. But we didn't bet at all. No. But it sounds like you did. It sounds like you lost money. I'd give you the hot tip. My bet would have been on majority the draw. draw. Yeah. So. But this is one more dribbler dribble. Longest podcast ever. Hey, boys. Um, I can't sure understand this. party for Lago or some shit at the brewery. Currently laying here. feel like a fat piece of shit. Just laid the whole pizza. Bounced the fuck out right now. I am completely bounced out of Saturday. This is not what you want to be. It's fucking night. Bounced out? So I'm going to smoke. But just a bit of a yarn from last night. Um, I think I should stop that one. It's obviously pretty fucking blind. Blind. Um, Figure out how to get into my house. Oh, it's getting so clearer. I punched a hole through the back back door, the glass, uh, unlocked the door, got inside, and then uh, remember I put my key in my wallet. So, um, I'm real. <laughs> the door's fucked. I don't know what I'm going to tell me pop when you get home. <laughs> yeah, she's fucked. Anyway. <laughs> oh, shit. Thank oh, God, that bloody dribblers always check your pocket. Always, always check, check your pockets. pockets. That's what all I'd say to the dribblers out there, particularly the dribblers that have had a couple. Always yeah. check your pockets before punching a hole in your pops back window. It's a no-brainer. Um, but thanks for that. Thanks, thanks for that. that I one. enjoyed that. That was good. That. We almost turned that one off. Thank uh, God we didn't. Thank you God stick we with the dribblers. No, sometimes. you're right. You do. You need to ride it out. Uh, but that's it for this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Fucking long podcast. If you're still here, well done. Don't know how long it's going to be, but it's a it's a longy. Uh, pat yourselves on the back and, but also whilst you're patting write a review write a review like subscribe five stars at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram if you'd like to uh, leave a comment on Curtly Beal's uh, Instagram page just reminding him that you'd like to see him come on the podcast and that would be encouraged but we would also encourage you punish dribblers to be very respectful of the great man don't talk shit to him just let him know that you'd like to see him on the podcast yeah just love him. Just love him. Get around the great man. Love him on behalf of the Hello Sport podcast. Like, Kurtley, what's up? Just wanted to tell you I love you on behalf of the Hello Sport podcast. Lo- that's all. That's all. Spread love. You know what? That's what we need you to While do. While Israel's spreading hate, we're spreading we're love. We're spreading love. So you just go and then go, hey, Kurtley, just wanted to let you know I love you. It could be you, you can get you can get experimental with it if you want to write some sort of love letter yes, to Kurtley. Just like it's got to be from yeah. the Hello Sport like. On behalf of the yes, Hello Sport yes, podcast, yes, yes, you just want to let him know that you love him, yeah, and look forward to hearing him on it, yeah, perfect. I think that's what you do, punish dribblers. And with that, Eddie, I think we draw the curtain on what might be the greatest podcast of all time. I don't see any reason why not. Goodbye, Pearson. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>